Welcome to the latest edition of the Estate Agent Podcast. And today, well, this evening, because we're a special location, um, we're all together for the first time. So welcome, Luke. Hi, Stephen. And welcome, Andrew. Hi there. So where are we and why are we here? It's a bit strange. Softly spoken. Softly spoken. It's a bit strange this evening as well, isn't it? All in the same location. Strange looking at you, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So today, um, this evening, we are at the Birmingham Crown Plaza ahead of tomorrow's mastermind session with uh, our mentor, Stephen Brown. Stephen, what's mastermind all about? So I think it was about two, three years ago. I set up a Facebook group and invited, I don't know, 60, 70, 80 agents on there. And um, one of them asked me to facilitate a day where there's between 16 to 20 non-competing agents all sharing ideas, helping each other with their challenges and um, issues um, and effectively being a support group. And actually, it's like having... I think 16 non-executive directors helping them with their helping them with their business. Um, Luke, how do you find it? Yeah, so I think what what you find is that when you're stuck in your own business uh, lives, and stuck is probably the wrong word, but you feel sometimes you're the only one that has that problem. Um, so you, you can be going along in your normal life, and you think, "Gosh, uh, this." I've got this problem, but I'm probably the only one that's ever had it. But coming together as a group, you can you find that quite often someone else has got the same problem or had a similar problem. So, and how they maybe solve the problem, you can take inspiration from um, and take guidance from. But equally, you've experienced things and overcome them, and you can share that with the group. So, that's one of the biggest benefits. Um, and also, it can be lonely in business. Uh, the great Josh Vegan wrote a book. It's uh, lonely in business. Um, and it's by having those kind of support peers, but then that mastermind kind of group continues throughout the rest of the year. It doesn't just have to stay and happen on that one day. It happens, we all support each other throughout the year. And, and it's a great um, camaraderie and family that we've built up over the past two, three years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, essentially, we are an extended family. We meet once a quarter. Um, the extended family, you know, take, take this evening, for example, we've all met up, yeah. had a meal, a couple of drinks, and... Um, Big for yourself. Well, we, we've spoken to Agent Paul, uh, obviously yeah. up in Scotland, you know, with literally the length and breadth of the country. And what's really interesting for me is listening to how diverse the market is at the moment. I think that's possibly something we should talk about with our listeners, because... You know, I think individual micro markets are having their own individual struggles. Um, certainly for me over in the East, there's, it's, it's like somebody's turned a tap off the market in terms of instructions. We've got competition on fees with fees being driven down and overvaluations. Um, and in other areas, you know, people are reporting that they've, they've had the best month ever. And I think that's that's the interesting thing. And I think we can all learn from each other's experiences. Yeah, no, definitely. it does seem to be quite... a a varied market and very different different conditions. Like you say, we, we, we've just had one of our best ever Octobers and you're saying it's different in, in the east of England and very, we're, very not, different. we're not a million miles, what, 100 miles apart from each other? Yeah, and, and it's interesting because I've got agents in the London market which 
maybe six, eight months ago were incredibly quiet, and they've just had record months in October as well. So hopefully, you know, there's like a pebble and um, splash it out. So, you know, let's hope that it's going to come and reach you. Well, they always um, say London's the epicenter of the market, don't they? So uh, we normally follow suit in three to six months. So let's hope for a good spring. <laughs> yeah. So um, with the masterminds for, for our listeners, what kind of structure do, do they normally normally take? Because if someone said the word mastermind to you, you yeah, is it Jeremy Paxman? I've never watched Mastermind, but is it Jeremy Paxman asking someone in a black chair? Well, we certainly have a chair, don't we? Yeah, we do have a chair, yeah. <laughs> there, there is a chair. But what, what kind of structure do, do the masterminds normally take? So uh, about 10 days before, I will send out an issue sheet um, for anyone in the group who wants to um, sit in the mastermind chair, quite literally. Yeah. It, is, it is a black chair. Um, the reason for that is to actually get them out of their comfort zone. Um, does that all right? He <laughs> yeah, does that. I know. Um, but effectively, they would describe to the whole group what their issue is. Um, from that, the group, the group will raise questions, um, get that person who's sitting in the chair thinking. And then um, the group normally splits up and they will come up with some solutions um, to help whatever the issue, whatever the challenge is. Um, they will then come back, they will report back, um, and then the person who's sitting in the chair has to stay silent, yeah. um, not say anything, not allowed to respond, and at times it's incredibly hard uh, for them not to respond. Um, and then they get asked after um, what they're going to do as a result of what they've learnt or what they've listened to, um, or what the potential solutions are. And then when we meet again in three months, they will be held accountable. Um, so, you know, you said you were going to do this. How have you done? Um, so effectively, it's um, peer pressure um, as well. You know, you want to be seen to be doing things. Um, and what's very interesting with the group, and I'm sure it's like this, and actually people who go to training sessions, there are some people literally the next day, won't mention any names. I'm sure Adams, have, you don't have to, do you? <laughs> that um, have actually actioned and implemented um, some of the ideas that they've taken away. Um, so again, it's um, having that peer pressure, having that accountability, uh, being measured as well. And then throughout the quarter, um, I'll follow it up with people maybe once a month to see whether they're, they're doing what they said they were going to do and yeah. hold them accountable, give them some tough love if they want some tough love. Um, if not, they get it anyway. So, um, and it's, um, so that's one of the things we, we do. Um, another thing we do to try and help everybody is to go through everybody's processes. So the last one, uh, the last mastermind meeting we had, we went through the market appraisal process and we're just trying to find ways of bettering all the processes. Um, I know we've discussed it, discussed it before where we talked about the marginal gains, these little 1%. Um, and that's what we're looking for. And, and what's fascinating is we've got 16 to 18 business owners, managers here, and everybody's doing very different things. And with some, it would just be a light bulb moment to think, wow, that's an amazing idea. And it could be that one thing that makes a massive, massive difference to them. Um, and, re and really helps. And that's what it's about, is just helping um, each other. I find everybody really inspiring. 
I find everybody really engaging. I love the fact that the agents um, are very sincere and they all want to help each other. They want to help each other improve and yeah, get it's better. A very giving group, isn't it? Definitely. Um, I think we talk about mindset a lot on our podcast. And yeah. I think that's what makes, I mean, I've been privy and, and parts of other Facebook groups and masterminds, and it's not to run them down at all, but this, this mastermind group, it's a core nucleus of, as you said, 16 to 20. We've, we've been on that journey together. It, it's a familiar group now. Yeah. And I think the one thing that, that really resonates with me is the mindset. Everybody's here because they want to deliver 110% for their clients, be it yeah. landlords, vendors, tenants, purchases. Everybody wants to, to give their clients the best possible service. And everybody's looking to make those tweaks and improve those systems and processes to improve their everyday game and the eventual result for the client. Yeah, and I think one of the, the big things is everyone comes in uh, with an honest hat on. So um, there's there's no egos that are brought into the room. Mm. Um, everyone's treat, treated equally. Um, which which sometimes can be quite rare in a situation like that. Yeah, I um, feel hugely humbled. Obviously, I'm the only manager of a business yeah. that's within the mastermind group. Everybody else that attends are business owners. So for me, I think I'm seeing two sides, and I think I'm incredibly lucky and, and grateful to be here but because it's showing me a side of yeah. the business that I wouldn't ordinarily see. But the humility and the honesty and frankness yeah. with which people attend. There's no Instagram lifestyle. No, with, with, no with not at all. It's all completely uh, laid bare, cards on the table. Um, everyone's honest. Everyone's bringing some value to to the room. Um, so you don't have people that are in the room just wanting to take. Everyone's bringing some kind of value and adding value, like what we're trying to do by providing these podcasts for agents up and down the country, even if they're in a different country, we want to add value so that hopefully we can make those 1%, 2% differences in their life on a day-to-day -day basis um, with things. So, I mean, what, what would you say is, is been your biggest um, takeaway kind of moment from um, the masterminds that you've been attending, Andy? Well, for, for me, it's the, um, I think, added layer of reassurance that, I'm not alone. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that that may sound uh, crazy. I mean, as you know, I've, I've been an agent for 25 years. I've worked tough markets. I've worked easy markets. I think we've had to evolve a lot. Of course, go back to 1993 to put a property on the market was a four week process. Yeah. Um, now it, it can be as, as quick as four hours. Some agents would do that. I personally wouldn't choose to do it that quickly. Um, but I think with the evolution of the industry, it's reassuring to know that there are other people that have walked my path in my shoes. And it's, it's for me, it's being able to lean on people. You know, I think if for me, I love learning. Every day is a, a day to learn. Every day yeah. is a fresh opportunity. And I think what this group does is brings 16, 20 like-minded uh, business folk together. And it gives them that platform. It gives them those opportunities to learn. And also, um, in a kind of sick way i like having my buttons pushed and i think we're, we're quite close now as a group mm. people know how to push those buttons to to um not manipulate me but manipulate the situation to make yeah. me grow to help me grow check and challenge yeah 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 i was listening to a, a podcast this morning actually with um troy malcolm and adrian adrian bow yeah i listened to that um, on the way down here yeah and they were talking about um i think they interviewed a guy called will ainsworth Okay. Who's, who's doing incredibly well, um, one of McGrath's top agents. Um, and he's really happy to pick up the phone to John McGrath and say, I'm, 
in fact, actually, he had 16 appraisals booked, um, and I think in four days, and he he couldn't cope. I mean, it's a nice problem. Yeah, to nice have, problem to have. Lovely yeah. problem. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a nice problem to have. That he was happy to phone up the most successful person in Australia and have a conversation. How do you deal with that? Yeah. Um, and you know, and I, and you know, I was an agent for 20, 25 years, and I wish I had something like this mm. where I can meet with non-competing agents. Yeah. I could, um, to me. Coming here, it's also an injection for me. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And it's great learning, you know. And obviously, I get ideas which I put into businesses, and it's all about it's all about best practice, as everybody here is doing it. But what they said on the podcast is, there's a lot of people that have been out there and have done it, um, and are extremely successful. Yeah, yeah. Um, go out and meet these people. Yeah. Um, go out into these agencies. You know, Luke, you are one of the most generous people I know. One of agents, definitely givers, and, and, and you and you give so much, uh, and you're really happy to do it, which is which is fantastic. Yeah. Well, at some point um, along the line, someone's helped me, um, so I just see it as a duty to to be able to pass that on to someone else and to help them. And and I think it's just I just say you. You want to enrich people's lives. If they can, if you can enrich their lives, if they can enrich their business lives, that then has that domino effect with their their colleagues that they then work with, their families, and then all of a sudden, again, it's all about raising standards as well. So, and getting that best result for whether or not it's your vendor or for your landlord or for for your colleagues. So, if it means being able to put something in place that gives that colleague a better job satisfaction and love their job even more then I'm all for it. I'll tell you what's interesting, and I have this discussion when I go out on training meetings, and I say to people, um, who do you think the best person is in your company? And they would tell me. So I say, have you gone to lunch with that person to pick their brains, to see why they are as successful as they are? Yeah. And no. But, you know, they haven't. And... I think there's such a massive opportunity. Yeah. There's so many fantastic agents out there. There's so many agents out there that want to give. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know we're going to talk about this maybe in another podcast, but we, you know, we we had a fantastic interview um, with I'm going to say it, John McGrath. Yeah. So, um, and it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. It, it was it was mind well, blowing. One of the things that I took from that interview with John and when. In him giving an hour of his time, so from being the biggest, one of the biggest agents in in Australia, worked from the ground up, twelve and a half thousand agents, a uh, hundred offices, and he's prepared to give an hour of his time in in order to help, not just real estate in Australia, but estate agency in the UK. It, it's just it's just un, un, unbelievable unbelievable i don't know about you guys but i i sat at home in my study and i, I think i wrote five or six pages of notes yeah. and quite honestly i could have talked to the guy for yeah. hours and hours um, yeah some great content um phenomenal content i mean we, we can't talk about mastermind and, and you touched on it earlier as well Stephen. we can't talk about mastermind and implementation without talking sean adams cooper adams i mean 
you know, that guy's a legend, isn't he? He is, yeah. Yeah, he's certainly Mr. Implementer. Well, I, I see it. He's uh, driving yeah. home and yeah. I've got, you know, WhatsApp messages yeah. or text messages coming through. And he's sat on the train yeah. with his Wi-Fi signal and his computer yeah. up and he's already, you know, released a web page or he's made a tweak here or yeah, he's, he's improved he's his He's wrote a blog process. already on that. Yeah, yeah. it's phenomenal. But, but there's a huge lesson there. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of people go to, whether it's a training session, whether it's a mastermind day, you know, in and they sit there and they write loads of notes but what do they do with it when they come back and the ones that actually implement um action it um are the ones that are it's most surprised they're the ones that are yeah. most the, successful aren't they they're at the top and the most successful of their game there's a sense of irony there as well because you know by the time you've already attended and you've paid for the ticket yeah. and you've listened and you've made the notes you've already invested the two most precious things to you your money and your time yeah. so actually the implementation afterwards is probably only 20 percent of, yeah. of the overall bigger picture so um, it's amazing how many people don't follow that process all the way through it is i mean and, and again one of the thing that really fascinates me in, in the uk um is that you know we have the go i keep on going back to australia and I think there were what, six thousand people at Arec, yeah. um, the Australian Real Estate Conference, and six thousand people. They wouldn't have been business owners. Yeah, a lot of them were negotiators, agents, um, learning for business, and a lot of them pay for that ticket themselves. And, and and that's it. So you know, there's loads of information out there. I know we've spoken to about this before on YouTube. Yeah, um, that you can see it. There's some great podcasts, not just us, but some other great yeah. great people. There's, um, you know, some phenomenal um, American um, speakers, Australian speakers, UK speakers. Yeah. Well, um, you can go to your podcast app, you can go to YouTube, you can go to Google now. So if you if you want to know how to prospect, you can type that into iTunes, prospecting. There'll be uh, podcasts that appear. You type prospecting into YouTube, you're going to get videos from Grant Cardone, all of the greats, Tom Panos, Josh Fegan, um, you're going to get those videos that, that appear, and, and that's free con and that's free content, and it's what you then do with that information. Yeah, so, if you've got so an appetite, you can learn, can't you? Okay, so let me ask you a question. How much do you invest in your time a day on listening to something that's going to help you learn? For me, I'd say 45 minutes to an hour. Normally, um, up early like yourself yeah. luke five o'clock started for me 5 a.m club half five i'm still snoring <laughs> <laughs> some, some, sometimes earlier but for me it's a dog walk it's the airpods in yeah. and that's that's my time it's yeah. uh, myself and akira my husky um it's a long walk it's some thinking time and i think that for me that sets up my day that first hour and a half yeah. where it's just me um stephen you know my family luke yeah. you, you know two beautiful daughters sophia and leah may um, they take up a lot of time in the evenings. I'm sure you appreciate six and four. Yeah. Um, but that, that's my me time. Yeah. Well, and I find that's yeah. that's the best start to well, my that, day. That's your warm-up, isn't it? That's, your, yeah. that's effectively, you, that's the equivalent of a footballer going out on the pitch before a match to do their warm-up because they can't go straight from getting off the team bus to playing a full 90-minute match. Although, to be your... fair, if we were looking at Spurs tonight, you thought they would have done. Yeah, we won't. Spurs he get, just Stephen, Stephen gets a bit upset about football, so we won't, we won't mention the football. Yeah, watch, your, so. watch your legs. You're standing a bit too close. But I think if, if anyone took anything from today's podcast, um, and hopefully you got some great content from today, but 
think the key one that stood out for me is what Stephen said was find if there's anyone in your existing business that you regard as being exceptional, excellent, doing a great job, go and grab them a cup of coffee, take them out for 10, 15 minutes, have a chat to them. But equally, have a look around, even if it's a local solicitor, a surveyor, take them out and, and build them into your network so that you because they'll be able to bounce off you as well. So don't think it's going to be a one-way relationship. Take them out, develop that learning. You'll be surprised what you find out. But also just go and visit your local delicatessen, your local coffee shop. Get have opening, opening up a dialogue with, with the shop owners there. Because again, they could be your your kind of best mentors as well locally. And best referrers you, as well, yeah. ultimately. Although that's not your yeah. initial aim, ultimately you know yeah. everybody is a referral opportunity Definitely. everybody is a potential listing Definitely. everybody's a potential landlord every single person you come across is an opportunity absolutely now, whether that's opportunity in um three months six months um or even 15 years of a story yeah. of 20 years that we heard um on one of our on one of the podcasts yeah. as well um it's yes everybody wants a short-term wins but actually, you know, this is about the long term. And you look at the community work you both do, yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is exceptional. Um, and what you're doing in the community, it makes it makes a massive difference. I mean, for me, you know, a mastermind, you can get together with like-minded agents. Yeah. Um, and if you can, you know, it doesn't have to be with me. There's plenty of other people that run yeah. exceptional masterminds, um, you know, whether it's once a month or once a quarter. You're working on your business rather than in it. And, well, and, and so often people are just in their business. Yeah. So they don't absorbed within the yeah. business. Yeah. That so they you, don't see the you, bigger you don't you don't make that time yeah. just to actually work on it. And even whether you come to a mastermind or you don't come to a mastermind, again, one of the things that I would suggest is at least maybe twice a month come out of your business um, and look at your business yeah. and see hold on a second you know we said we're going to do this this and this what have we actually done obviously give yourself a pat on the back if you've achieved it fantastic set yourself maybe set yourself higher challenges and higher goals um but you know give yourself that day out to yeah. your business. and although this isn't a plug and we've never used the podcast as a plug um good don't plug it no i'm not plugging it you're a, you're a very humble guy um, but I stumbled across a, a thread on Facebook the other day, Stephen, where I think you'd gone into a gentleman's business, given him an MOT on the business, and the feedback as a result of that, and just to latch on to your point about looking at the business. So you took that gentleman, I actually want to tell the story, but I think you took the gentleman out of the business for three or four yeah, hours. Yeah, look, just spent four hours, and I think agency is about three principles, about prospecting, listing, and selling. Yeah. Um, and just went through all his processes to find those little games that could make a difference, as well as actually knowing his number. So where he is at the moment, where does he want to get to, and planning how he's going to do that and coming up with a marketing plan. Yeah. Um, and yeah, look, I didn't ask him to post that, and it was very nice. Um, and likewise, and this is the power of Facebook now, yeah. referral. So I've seen threads where both of you have been on it, where somebody said... Um, I'm looking for an agent yeah. and then, you know, one or two agents are named and then all of a sudden there's a, a waterfall, literally, yeah. <laughs> then dialogue, right, you've got to go with Andy, you've got to go with Luke. Yeah. And there's about 15, 20, and I think we've got Richard here as well. 
and I remember seeing somebody on that post. You yeah. had 50 people. Yeah, 50 odd recommendations. And, you know, and, and then that social proof. Yeah. So that's not me saying, hey, look at me. No, that's know, what the market's and, saying. And, and that's what the market's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Similarly, that's not harvested overnight. You know, that is being a part of your community, yeah. being a go-to agent, you know. Delivering have, the service. Absolutely. I mean, I have people come into my office long after they've purchased a home. And it's quite terrifying sometimes because they'll come into the office and say, you don't mind me coming in to ask for a plumber or, you know, a tradesman yeah. of some description. And, yeah. and that, that sets me back thinking. Well, so you're why, like the yellow pages, yeah, but why the modern they, day yellow yeah, pages. But why should up. their predisposition be why, you know, you don't mind, do you? Because I think that's something we're doing wrong in the industry. Yeah. Those people should feel as though they're welcome at any time to come yeah. in the office because it doesn't stop when you've moved a, a tenant in or sold a, no. a house for a, for a vendor and moved the purchaser in. That should be the start of the journey. And I think that's where possibly the Australian system has absolutely nailed it. And, and our system here in the UK is possibly a little bit broken. Yeah. That, those well, long-term I, goals. Yeah, I always it always makes me chuckle when, and Josh Vegan makes reference to it, that your past clients should not be part of a witness protection program. <laughs> and and it, it always, whenever he says it, it always makes me chuckle because it is so right that a lot of agencies and a lot of businesses seem to, once they've had a transaction with a customer and they see it as a transaction, not a relationship, um, they then kind of put them on this shelf or put them into their archive to be, to be forgotten about. And it just they're sitting there gathering dust and they just hope that they're going to pop up one day and say, here's, here's, here's my property to sell again. Well, we've developed a phrase about it in the UK, haven't we? One stop shop. Yeah. And it's crazy. You know, these people are clients for the future. Everybody you speak to is a client of the future. Um, you know, my wife was going through um, all the old rubbish in my office today. And she found a letter that somebody had sent me. I think it was I can't remember, 93 or 98. Um, and it was a thank you letter, really humbling, and it was actually, it was really nice to see it, to say that um, the transaction had been going on for, I think, about eight months, and it was just thanking me because the transaction had, they'd finally exchanged and completed, and she couldn't believe um, how long it had taken, but she was so grateful for the service I provided, and um, she said, I was telling and I don't remember this, and remember what happened yesterday let alone what happened 20 odd years ago um and she said um you were on your sick for sick bed at nine ten o'clock eleven o'clock at night taking my calls reassuring me saying you know how much you were you know you try and help um you would speak to the solicitors you would do this you would do that you went way beyond the call of duty um that i would expect and, you know, I will happily recommend you to everybody. And okay, that's nice. Two things at, there. At least I was doing something right all those yeah, years ago. Yeah. Two things there. First, you kept that testimonial. For me, that means it means something to you because you're one of the industry service providers. You like to be memorable for the right reasons. Um, and, and the second thing is you remember that story and you remember the impact that you had on that person's life when you took them on the journey that you did. Um, and you, you wanted to be the very best version of you that, you that you could be to that client at that particular time. And I think that pretty much sums up what Mastermind is all about and, yeah. and, and the whole principle of this podcast, isn't so it? Isn't, isn't that what estate agency is about, being an estate agent, helping me, 
helping people yeah. and helping them onto their next it chapter. is i love it um going you know going beyond the call of duty because let's face it um one this is likely to be people's biggest purchase yeah two the system is such a load excuse my language bollocks in this country it That's takes broken it, isn't it it, it takes yeah. so long so it's incredibly stressful yeah um and they're people's dreams and aspirations and 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 again this is what i don't understand um the industry's got such a bad name mm. and yet as estate agents letting agents we are trusted yeah with people's biggest tax-free asset yeah. and yet what do most people think of estate agents right up there with traffic wardens and yeah, uh, tax yeah. collectors but, and bankers you know, yeah. you know bringing it back full circle to the mastermind that's what you guys and girls who come here are, are doing we want you to know, turn it on its head you, and you, become more trusted within our industry yeah and some of the things that you were doing um makes a massive massive difference and and i wish the public knew what you guys and girls actually do perhaps another podcast or another a discussion for another podcast another time i think there's an element of responsibility and possibly liability on us as a profession as a whole i'm not talking about the people that come to mastermind generally we're here because we want to further ourselves and further the, the, the reputation of the profession but i think there's um an issue with the industry as a whole we don't do enough as an industry to educate to the public exactly what we do do within the remit of our roles. And I, and I think that the liability of that has to stop with the lazy agents that are perhaps not, not educated vendors in the right way. The, the thing is, some of the, I mean, I ran something um, two, three years ago, which was inspirational agents, where um, I pay, I think about 500 pounds to the charity of two charities of the agent's choice and also the person whose story it was. Um, and the stories that came were inspirational, um, what these agents did, absolutely phenomenal. And then you look and in December, agents giving are having a ball yeah. and um, one you know that raises money for some fantastic charities, but also it um, celebrates um, the... Uh, people do and, yeah and, and what they do for um, charity and community um, and and it and it's incredible so I agree I think agents need to demonstrate more what they do so the stuff again you're doing with your community both of you absolutely phenomenal Andy what you did um, with Macmillan and I think you raised over two thousand pounds yeah two and a half thousand which is which you know which is phenomenal so all these things and I know the um, mayor has asked you to do other things which, which is great which is incredible and absolutely fantastic uh, Luke you know everything you're doing with the love OB absolutely fantastic yeah that's a um, cracking tv show I, yeah. I watched your first episode the other day and yeah phenomenal actually yeah, where, where did you find out yeah. about love Obi? where could people go to watch it andy facebook 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 or youtube it youtube it facebook it um it's phenomenal uh, do you know if you want to understand about what's important to us agents then you need to to have a look at, at luke sinclair look him up on twitter facebook um, YouTube, and you'll see what his business ethos is, and uh, it's, it's definitely one to be commended. I think just to kind of sum up um, and um, kind of bring the episode to a close, the barriers have gone now to make contact with these people through Facebook, through Twitter, through Instagram. You can contact 
other agents to build your own mastermind group. You haven't got to necessarily pay to go to a trainer or something. Obviously, there may be benefits to that, but you can develop your own network um, of, of agents that you can create your own mastermind group. You can reach out to people in your community. Gone are the days where you had to physically put on your shoes, go out into into the streets. You can do it from the comfort of your of your sitting room, from your office, uh, and then build upon that in order to to excel yourself and your agency. We talked about uh, about it over dinner earlier. I think it's really leveled up the playing field. So, you, you know, the perception of trust maybe 10, 15 years ago. I was in a corporate background then. And I had to be because independents were, were a nothingness. Um, you had to be a corporate agent. You had to have that brand and identity and eight pages in the newspaper every week. And I think what Facebook and social media and the, the, the relevant platforms of today have, have provided us with is that level playing yeah. field that you touched on earlier. You know, at people, you know, we're able as, as local independent agents that care about our communities to do everything at a hyper local level. Yeah. And that's given us a massive, massive advantage. Yeah over the corporate agents that are not allowing their staff to have an individual identity yeah. or an individual brand. So yeah, I think that's something to capitalize on and, and yeah, absolutely 100% agree yeah, with no, you. Massively. So really appreciate everyone listening today. Um, so it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. I still can't get used to being in the same room as you two. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you.